0: good evening and welcome you are listening to talking with tina we are here present and accounted for courtesy of spirit talk radio new age guild y'all i always pitch this but i'm going to pitch it again we've got a little bit of time a little bit of space it is all about finding the resource and here's the thing right it's not only about finding the resource that works for you But it's also about finding the resource that works within your budget and your lifestyle. I know this is quite the pitch, but check it out. Find New Age Guild Spirit Talk Radio on Facebook. These are amazing resources, not just yours truly, but amazing resources that can support with what you have going on when it's going on in your life, right? No crazy commitment, no crazy time frame, no crazy amount, right? Just taking advantage of what's out there. Our call-in number is 760-888-5700, 760-888-5700. You can find out more about me at IHeartarot.com, I-H-E-A-R-T-A-R-O-T.com. Find me on Facebook. (laughs) That's where it's at these days, isn't it? Find me on Facebook. See what's going on with me. How I might be able to support with you. Well, I'm here weekly, 760 888 5700. And if you feel moved, reach out to me directly. We can schedule a reading. You know, on the show, we talk about so many different things, right? It's what comes up, it's what topic surfaces, it's usually what the collected you and me finds sources and leads us to speaking about. And that's what tonight is going to be about. Again, talking with Tina, call in number 760 888 5700. I always say, trust your intuition. And when I say intuition, y'all remember it used to be such a, an abstract word, right? We weren't sure what intuition meant. Then it became so popular, maybe we even overlooked started to overlook that word. When I say we, I'm going to say I, right? And this is my line of business. It's my line of work. And I always remind people and I remind myself, we all have that intuition, right? We all have that spidey sense. We all have that gut feeling and it's just you, who and what you are. And sometimes it surfaces when you're in the middle of your craft, Whether you're working with your hands, building a house, or working with your hands, building a gingerbread house with your family and friends, right? It's where it's at for you. It's when everything kind of falls away and you're connected with yourself, right? And so I always remind you and encourage you across the board to listen to your intuition, whether it's that dream you had, your spidey senses, Maybe it's even your child, niece, nephew that says something and sparks it in you. But it's always there. It's how often we listen to it that we get stuck, right? Can't tell you how many times, show of hands, right? How many times that intuition, that spark, that light has come in and life, life, the everyday life that we know pushes it away because we feel like if it's not immediately serving then it's not a value. I'm going to say that again. If we feel like it's not immediately serving, we almost feel like it's not a value. And that's tough to think about, right? Because again, that's where those messages come through for you. It's where you feel what's right for you at that time or where you feel that decision is right for you. And maybe not exactly at that time, but it's still what's right for you. And with all the chaos, all the melee that's going on in this world, it's a little heightened right now, right? It almost feels like all of a sudden, we're on different sides, even though we're all together, even though this life is really about getting back in touch with who we really are, who our soul is, right? So we're going to expand on that. But again, you're listening to Talking with Tina, back to my original point, listen to your intuition to your gut feeling, to your spidey sense, whatever it is you want to call it. And consider calling in. Consider being open to Tarot. And we're going to speak a little bit more about that, right? Again, you can find out more about me at i h e a r t a r o t I-H-E-A-R-T-A-R-O-T.com. You can find me on Facebook under the same handle, all one word, ihear. T-A-R-O-T. Get a little glimpse of what it's like to see reading with me, have a reading with me, and of course updates on what's going on with me as far as when you can catch up. So we were talking just a little bit about how life gets in the way, about how it can feel like something is more important almost instantly than what's already going on for you, right? And you know, it's even more interesting to realize, to sit back and realize, are we the kind of person that likes to thrive in that chaos? Are we that kind of person that likes to busy ourselves, keep occupied, maybe keep our head down, maybe see instant results? Are we that kind of person that watches and observes? Right? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, we are all the same being, we're all the same makeup. It all varies, of course, but at the end of the day, so many numbers go into that, so many numbers go into this. Maybe there's plus and minus, but at the end of the day, right? So when it comes down to slowing down, why is that so difficult? (laughs) Why is it so difficult to take a moment You know, and I've spoken in previous shows where it's, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like you're avoiding phone calls, if you feel like you're avoiding texts, posts, any and all of the above, maybe it's time to slow down just a little bit more, right? And because it's so tough for us to say no, no thank you. You know, you can call yourself a people pleaser, you can call yourself, you know, a social being, But at the end of the day, it's really what's coming up for you. Social butterfly. I think that's what I was going for, right? But it's ultimately what's coming up for you. And if you find yourself kind of hiding out, kind of tucking away, maybe it's the opportunity to remember how to, to practice how to, or even to learn how to Say no, thank you. Right? Because it feels like it's ingrained in us to say yes to what we are given. Right? It's ingrained in us to take what you need and leave the rest. Right? But if you take it a step further, what is it we really do need? And do we need it? Right? And if we do take something extra, Is it really for us or is it because we want to share? And I'm not suggesting that you challenge everything that you've lived and breathed for all these years. I'm just encouraging you to question a little bit more when it comes to yourself. And it's hard to do that when we're going, going, going. You know, we've got so much happening in this world. Again, that almost feels like it's dividing us. When it happens to this world, when it happens even to your state, to your neighborhood, it feels like you've got to be on one side or the other. You've got to declare that line and be on one side or the other. And you certainly can't straddle it for very long, right? Maybe it's friends, family, housemates, siblings, relatives, and you realize Not that you're divided. Here's the thing it's not that you're divided, it's that you have differing opinions. I'm going to say that again. It is not that you're divided, it's that you have differing opinions. Right? Let's drill down a little bit further because when we talk about differing opinions, then it comes to you're either with or against. Right? And then we drill down a little bit further. And it comes to generally a debate of some sort, whether it's lighthearted, easygoing, and eh, whatever you think, right? We throw out our hands, or we feel the need to really, really express to you. So that gleam in your eye, that aha moment occurs. That's the tough part. It's not so much that you can't share your opinion. I want to remind you, it is not so much that you cannot share. And eloquently present your opinion, view, what do you want, whatever you want to call it, right? It's not so much that. It's the ability, the art, the craft, the openness of being able to hear what someone else has to say, not take it personally. Not feel the need to instantly refute. And maybe it's just to absorb what they're saying from a person to person. You live, breathe, and feel just like I do. Vantage point. Right? And if you think about anything that's remotely important enough to you, to put a bumper sticker on your car, to put a sticker on your chest after you've gone in and voted, to who and what you've chosen and why. You know, this could go for just about anything these days. Sugars, non-sugars, are you vegan? Are you paleo? <laughs> you know, it, it could even go right up there too. If you color your hair, are you using the more natural option like henna, Right? And then when you're expressing yourself, are you really coming from a point? of, hey, let me just share with you what I know. Are you coming from a point of know what I know and then listen and do and be how I am? And that's tough. That's where it gets really difficult. Now, let's just say we graduate to that place, right? And we're like, ah, wow, this is good stuff. I feel good sharing this. It's going to be received the same way. Not necessarily, right? And that's like phase two, Part two of sharing your gift, sharing your message, sharing your perspective. And you could be, just like in any conversation, y'all, you could be the most open and patient listener with that intention of hearing this other side, hearing this other perspective. And when it comes time, when it comes time for you to get to share yours, whether it's side perspective, Experience, maybe the opportunity isn't there. Because as much as we would love to believe what we give is reciprocated and kind, we know by this point that's not necessarily the case. So, again, with all of this that's going on, all of these shifts, all of these changes that really are day to day, moment to moment, we are still fortunate enough to get to be where we are with things. And it feels like that's what we forget. When a rule comes down or something is enforced, even if it's not legally, in quotes, enforced, maybe your neighbor's enforcing it, maybe your coworkers, maybe your business, right? But at the end of the day, you still get to choose. That doesn't necessarily mean that everyone's going to respect that. But you do still get to choose, right? And so if you find yourself in a place where you're like, I am oppressed, you know, it's like, remember that old phrase, there's always someone or something else that could be worse. And then the thunderstorm happens and the lights go out and all that good stuff, right? We've all seen those, (laughs) those rom-coms or, you know, there's always something probably a little bit more that could make things worse. So at the end of the day, you know, I was listening to a book and it's, it's a, you know, it's a tough story. It's a, you know, about someone's own integrity is being challenged by the man, the concomitant and, you know, it comes down to feelings and relationships for one of the characters and it comes down to money and finances for the other character. But at the end of the day, a year from now, a month from now, What is it truly going to matter for you? Is it going to be about your family, your friends that are close to you, that you still get to be with, that you choose to be with? Is it a shift? You know, and that's another thing that's coming up for us. With everything that's happening outside of our houses, with everything that's happening outside of our home, how easy has it been to forget about what is going on in your own home? How easy? easy is it to get consumed with posts and opinions and perspective and in quotes facts that we lose sight of the relationships that we have close to us the relationships the families the friends how easy it to let all of that go because we feel like a post or perspective is worth fighting for holding on to anger and frustration for for days maybe hours maybe minutes right so it's when we look at it what are we giving up personally you know we're going to talk about i you know in the show y'all know by now and if you don't <laughs> spoiler alert We talk a little bit about numerology, right? And I always say not one word experience moment defines the essence, the beingness that is you. This is a good thing, right? But there are energies, vibrations, characteristics, aspects of numbers that have through the years We're talking like since Pythagoras, right? (laughs) That's some time ago. Through the years, resurfaced time and time again, as far as this is who and what this number has to offer. And so when we look at that, my analogy is always eight o'clock on a Monday morning does not have the same vibe as eight o'clock on a Monday night. And for that matter, 8 o'clock on a Monday morning does not have the same vibe as an 8 o'clock on a Friday morning. And if you want to do comparisons, 8 o'clock on a Friday evening certainly does not have the same vibration, energy, perspective, feeling as 8 o'clock on a Friday morning, or really for that matter, 8 o'clock on a Monday night. So it's all about, again, just being open to the energy and the vibration That is, right? And so we're talking a little bit about I, right? Ooh, we're not allowed to do that, right? I has become a four-letter word. We're not supposed to talk about ourselves. We're not supposed to consider ourselves first, certainly. It's what's outside of us. But how do we know what's shaken down outside of us if we don't know the us? Right? How do we know what's going on outside that doesn't work for us if we're not quite understanding or in tune with what's not working for us on the inside? So maybe for just a little bit, maybe just for a little bit, even for the show, we look at that eye, we add an in, just a tiny one, just a, a wee tiny one on the side of that eye. Next to that I. And we let that be in. For those of us that can't <laughs> or struggle with the I, which is also yours truly, maybe we just add that little letter and we take it to mean what's on the inside so we can understand what's on the outside, what doesn't work on the what does work on the outside. Because again, we're tuned into what works on the inside right? So easy, but so difficult, but so easy. Where am I going with this? So we're going to talk about the number one, the energy vibration around the number one when it comes to numerology. And again, if y'all have tuned in, you've heard me explain this, but I'm going to share it again. And if you're kind of new to it, it's always nice to have a little bit of a reminder. You know, my goal is always to share with you just so... Another firework goes off, just so another synaptic firing, synaptic firework, that's what I should call it, happens, right? That alone would be worth it. So I do share these messages and these insights, hoping that's what comes through for you, because most often it comes through for me as I'm sharing with you. Y'all are listening to Talking With Tina. I'm here on a weekly You know, but things change. I feel like I'm going to tell you I'm here on a weekly and then things are going to change. But let me just tell you, you can always catch back up with me. Find me and other awesome resources at New Age Guild. Over 5,000 followers, over 5,000 followers can't all be wrong. Well, I guess it's possible, but this life isn't about right or wrong, right? Just trust Can find out more about me. You can find other amazing resources that can help you learn how to say yes. Even consider how to say yes, because that's a big thing that's going on, right? Mediums, other aspects, perspectives that can come through for you. Whether it's just a little bit that you can handle right now, or a lot of it that you're open to hearing and seeing what lands. Right? And you can find out more specifically about me at iHearTarot.com. That'll take you to my Facebook page, I H E A R T A R O T. No Spaces. Again, you're listening to Talking with Tina. Courtesy of Spirit Talk Radio. Y'all, as I mentioned, our call in number 760-888-5700. So we're gonna talk about the number one. But before we get there, let's just do, you know, as I've been sitting here talking, my cards are in front of me and I share my gift of Tarot. I'm going to give you a quick down and dirty history of Tarot. More importantly, I'm going to tell you what it's not. It is not a replacement of your faith. It is not a judgment on anyone, anything. No way, no how, right? Right? It is not about telling you what to do. What it is, is a little bit of perspective, a little bit of insight that may come through and work and land for you and your situation. The beauty of the cards are that it's not even necessarily about, especially on a show like this. It's not even necessarily about just you because at the end of the day, y'all, I would love to tell you, and frankly, I would love someone to tell me that it is all about me, and I am that special, and I am that important, and I am that interesting. Well, no, not entirely. And so at the end of the day, when we receive this message, sometimes it is a collective message for all of us. Sometimes we don't realize it. Sometimes we do. Sometimes if we're the one to ask the question, we're the one to receive an answer, and it lands. But here's the thing, y'all. Sometimes it doesn't land right away. And more importantly, sometimes it lands for someone else. So I know it's difficult to ask the vulnerable, deep, dark questions that you keep close to your soul. I know, right? But when we do, I'm not going to even say if, I'm going to say when. Because my experience, I've been doing this for a little while, over 10 years if you want to be specific. When we do ask that question, no matter how deep, dark it is, someone around you has either lived the same thing or lived a part of it. Now, the thing is, this is a hard part, the thing is, it's not necessarily that they've lived it the same way we have. It's not necessarily that they've been in the same place that we have. You can almost imagine it as a play where they don't necessarily play your exact part, hold your exact part, but it doesn't mean it didn't mean as much to them, if not more. It's tough for us when we've gone through something, whether it's traumatic or life-changing Or one of the happiest moments of our life. We feel like we're the only ones who have felt that degree of despair, elation, whatever, however you want to call it, right? And that's where it can be tough for us to not say, well, you don't know. You haven't been where I've been. You haven't seen what I've seen. And y'all... Probably, probably pretty true that we haven't to that level, but it doesn't mean it hasn't impacted. It doesn't mean it won't continue to. And when we look at the cards, what the cards are not is a form of judgment. It is not right or wrong when you look at the cards. It is aspects, perspective, consideration that comes from someone, yours truly in this case. It comes from someone who is unbiased, does not have a vested interest, aside from truly caring, which I do, in what you do, because it's your life to choose. It's your direction to choose, and that can be difficult to believe in that. Huh, really? So you're just sharing with me what comes through? Yes, yes. So we're going to look a little bit more talk a little bit more about what the cards have to offer. But let's just go ahead since we're speaking about them. And I've been talking for a few minutes here. And you're listening to Talking with Tina. So you know what you get, right? We're going to just shuffle the cards. This is the beauty of the cards. Shuffle them based on what we're just open to receiving. And if y'all use the cards, if you're just now learning how to use them, if you've been using them for a while, if you're just now finding them to be a resource, maybe through yourself, maybe through others, maybe even finding something online, right? It's what comes through that sticks and that matters. And what I always say, it's what's meant to be heard, what meant to be seen now. So let's just go ahead and take a look just for a general message. And, and I always ask y'all again. If you are having your cards read for the first time, just dabbling in it, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for others, there is nothing wrong with what message should I be hearing? What do the cards want me to know? And that could be the same thing as when you pick up something else. If you don't have a genuine question, you don't have a specific question, you don't have anything that's really moving you. In your heart of hearts, you can openly and honestly say, what does xyz whether it's a card or something else that moves you want me to know and that can be a special and is lightning too in this case we're just gonna ask the cards what do they want me to know we'll take a look oh you know what y'all Okay, so a few things are coming up. And again, we preface this with what are the cards want me to know? And I'm going to share with you. And I love sharing with you. I love getting to, again, be in real time. I don't like to hide things. There's no value in that, right? Um, so I also share with you what's in the cards, what I'm seeing. So you can see it too. And this is this is a pretty, <laughs> pretty significant spread here. So the first card that came up is the devil. That was followed by the Queen of Pentacles, by the Six of Rods, the Queen of Cups, and then the Three of Cups. And y'all, I'm going to share this too. Whenever we look at the cards, 78 cards in the deck, I'm using Rider weight right now, 78 cards in the deck, and it can get really scary because when we see or feel like we're seeing symbolism, icons, suggestions that seem demonic, scary, ulterior, We shy away from that. This doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right. I'm not familiar with that. Oh, I've heard that this means that. Y'all, this is where you get to clear space. And this can be really difficult because again, society, sociology, TV, marketing has really put a slant on what we feel like we know in our heart of hearts, right? And I'm not saying we fall for all the subliminal messages when I'm sitting here drinking a Pepsi and eating Doritos. But sometimes it can be scary to see the devil, right? And so when we see that in the cards, just a quick step back. Now, these cards, Tarot in general, have been around since the 1500s. And when I say in quotes around, I don't just mean in the U.S., I don't just mean overseas somewhere. No. Y'all, they've been around Europe. And when I say Europe, Egypt, they have been around significantly varying cultures. Spain. We've seen the cards show oh, so many different places. Egypt. Germany. Of course, the U.S. Right? That's just a name A very minor few. And the cards were developed back in the day for, of course, what most things were made for, which was entertainment and usually entertainment for royalty. That's kind of like history 101, right? And so the cards that we're seeing today are versions of, yes, versions of the cards that were initially designed Y'all, this is like truly designed where an artist had a paintbrush and was using real gold for the guild, was using the likeness of kings and queens in the parliament, whoever, maybe even just had a crown, or whoever was in power. We can get really specific with the different decks. If it's from France, where in Spain was it? Design developed where in Germany? We can get really specific, but I'm just giving you the high-level view. So again, these cards were developed back in the 1500s. It wasn't until the 1900s, just a few, one, two, three, maybe just a few centuries later, several decades later, that the Rider weight deck came into popularity. Certain group, certain organization got their hands on the cards who had gone underground for a while, started noticing some symbolism, kind of started, I'm not going to say plug and play per se, but found that this looked like that and matched. This kind of looked like that and matched, right? And so the cards that we're looking at today were before they used to be, I believe it was um, the monetary unit, the franc, back in the day, right? And a cross was in the emperor's hand. Today, if you see, it doesn't look the same. It's an ankh, and then it's a gold orb that symbolizes power, an ultimate decision. But back in the day, what we saw on the cards was religion, faith, direction that was being guided by the king or whoever was in power at that time in that particular area of the world. So I say this because one's reality is quite possibly based on their location, right? In fairness. But I say that too because I don't want you to get scared or be turned off to what looks like one thing, when it's only just a version of, right? The other analogy I use is, you know, depending on what, there's so many different versions of cards you can pick up, right? But it's like that painting, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it's called. It's not a war shack. but back in the day, remember like the 90s? Was it 90s, 80s? I know I'm dating myself. Remember y'all, we used to go to the mall <laughs> remember the mall, and it was that image, and it was all these little pixels, right? All these pixels, the same size, and you had to stand back at it, right? It had to be at the right angle, at the right temperature, with the right amount of light, that you could actually see that 3D image come through. Remember this? And you could be standing there, and you just walk down the middle of the mall, and you would just see groups, clusters of people looking vying for the perspective that was going to show them this 3D image that was coming out of the picture, remember? And you could be standing there for minutes, maybe for moments, maybe for half an hour, trying to see this image come out at you that everyone else could see or no one else could see. And I'm not talking about where's Waldo, (laughs) but there's a little bit of that in there, right? But trying to find that image Right? And when it finally landed for you, if you were lucky, and it did, if the seller was really lucky, then they would, you know, sell the print and you'd go home with it framed. But it's what you see when you see it. And that's what we forget. It's, it's about you. We're going back to the I, to that one. It's about what you see. What it means to you. That matters first. It's what you see. And how it matters to you first. And that can be tough, right? Because if it doesn't matter the same way to someone else, that can be a struggle. If it doesn't matter the same way to someone else, it could be, Coercion on your part. If it doesn't matter the same way to someone else, you could feel misunderstood, unheard, maybe disliked. But that's just where it is because that's what it is to you on the inside. The tough part is letting it be outside of you right? You could have the same perspective and opinion in one situation as we're experiencing lately. But the moment that situation shifts, that plane changes, it's not that you on the inside have changed. It's not like your partner in crime has changed. It's just the view, the perspective, the weight of it has changed. That being said, let's take a step back and look at the cards, right? So we pulled up the devil. We pulled up the queen of pentacles, the six of rods, the queen of cups, and then the three of cups. And I love sharing this with you again. We're going to get to a point where you get to see this in real time. But for now, just imagine how these cards are intertwined. The devil, the queen of pentacles, the six of rods, the queen of cups, and then the three of cups. So, y'all, when we look at this devil, there are 22 what are called major arcana. Okay? 78 cards in the deck, 22 major arcana. That means big secret, major secret, right? And when we see the arcana, the way I describe the arcana, major arcana, is some people say universe, some people say divine guidance, source, spirit, I... Use the analogy of a parent who puts their hand behind their child when their child is doing something new, or they just want to encourage their child to do something. They don't necessarily physically touch. Can you imagine this, right? We've all done this for children, no matter if it's a parent, auntie, uncle, just adult, assumed responsibility, right? Maybe we put our hand behind and guide with our energy with our preferred direction versus the physical force of. Let's go along now, right? And so when we see these major arcana, see these major secrets surface, it's universe's way of saying, this is my presence. This is what might be around you. Now, of course, that's a great analogy using the devil card, right? But that is what it is. So we're going to talk more about that. When we're seeing the pentacles, seeing the rods, the cups, sometimes the swords. Those are different, four different suits, right? Four different aspects of this life that is life. It's the physical aspect, right? So when we look at pentacles, it's the finances, the material objects that are surfacing in our life. When we look at something like the rods, theres I don't want to say there's varying opinion, but this particular suit does tend to vary more often, again, based on the artist, based on the reader. I use it as the energy, the beingness of you, the creativity, the passion, the drive. That is you. The differences in your life that you don't necessarily put on a wall or get in an award, but that move you, move your spirit. That is the fire, so to speak. When we see the cups, usually matters of the heart. That, ta not always easy, but usually matters of the heart. Relationships can't be romantic, non-romantic, maybe friendships. And when we see swords, it's usually matters of the mind, right? Decision-making, the um, maybe even sometimes disconnection of what's happening. And it's all about the, this is black, this is white. There's no energy on it except for to do, to be, or not to, right? Right? So when we're looking at these cards, we just said, hey, what is it that the cards want to let me know? Out of 78 cards, we pulled the devil, the queen of pentacles, the six of rods, the queen of cups, and then the three of cups. Y'all, exactly. And this is the beauty of the cards. I didn't ask one particular question and you tuned in and listening We're willing, and I appreciate this, to go with, "Hmm, let's just see what they say, right? That openness changes things. That letting go of the direction of the outcome of the answer changes things. So when we're looking at the devil, y'all, this card has a tendency, two or threefold here, to show restrictions, to show maybe the negative, maybe the hurt, maybe the underside of a situation that seems to be more prominent than the flip, right? And if you read cards, you have your cards read, all that good stuff, as we've been taught, upside down doesn't necessarily have the same meaning as right side up. It is what it is to y'all. I read my cards right side up, right? If anything is gonna change or move me otherwise, I let it. In this case, this devil card again, can tell us about it almost speaks to the humanistic tendencies that we have to feel restricted, to feel the barriers of, to feel the negativity of a situation. Right? Glass is half full, there is no silver lining, and we don't even have clouds in the sky, and it's still raining. Right? If we want to drill down a little bit further and looking at this card. There's two people and they're chained to what looks like a door. This chain is around their collars. And so that really, to keep it lighter, speaks to the humanistic tendency to feel like, maybe even the initial tendency to feel like, one is chained to a situation. One is chained, not to the outcome, not to the shift, not to the tomorrow, but is chained to the negative aspect that is happening right now, to the negative, in quotes, reality that is happening right now. And y'all, no matter what, it feels like we could all speak to that situation. If we give ourselves just a moment, I'm almost sure, too quickly we could find ourselves outlining, listing a number of things that aren't going right in our life or that aren't going right right now or that aren't going the way we want them to. The fly in our pudding, right? But at the end of the day, when we look a little bit further into these cards, more specifically into the devil card, we have the ability to release that chain, right? We have that ability to shift the way things are, and if it's not necessarily shift them immediately, it's shift them enough. So when we see this devil card, yes, it's scary. We are looking at the unknown. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative. And what happens tomorrow isn't necessarily going to have that same fear, that same uncertainty that we think it has right now. So when we see this devil card, it might be a little bit of fear of the unknown. It might be feeling constricted, coerced. Imposed upon under duress, but also it's about being fearless, not feeling like it's the be all end all. This moment is not going to define who and what you are for the rest of your life, who and what society is for the who and what your relationships are. Anything you want to put in there, this does not define this moment, this card, this initial fear. Initial perspective does not define and engulf who and what you are for the rest of your life. It just doesn't. It doesn't. I know it feels so odd to say, well, um, yes, this is going to define it if I make, in quotes, a bad decision. Yes. But there's going to be shift that's going to happen along the way. It's tough to see that because we get our heads down and we think this is a fight that I have to fight right? And then we step past that and we look at this beautiful queen of Pentacles. You it really? I mean, especially in this day and age to see this fear of the uncertainty, see, to see this fear and shift in perspective and direction. Not only in your town, not only in your state, but across the U.S., maybe even across the world. Y'all, when we see this, this beautiful queen of pentacles, she is reminding us. And I love the queen of pentacles because she is amongst nature. She's on, yeah, she's on a stone throne, right? A marble throne. But she is out in the wilderness. She's got bunnies around her. She's got sun in the background. So yes, there is a reality of what's happening today. Unfortunately, we do need money to make the world go round and especially ours. But this card is saying, despite all that fear, despite all that uncertainty, you still will have, you still will gain. And that's really difficult for a lot of us, yours truly. Really difficult to believe like we are ever going to have enough. And what is enough? And when is it enough? More importantly, why is it enough? Because one person's enough maybe that they want to take the family of 4 out to Disneyland. Let's keep since we're talking about the 90s. Let's keep with that theme. Right? And maybe one person their idea of enough is taking their family of 4 out to the movies. But it means the same thing. It holds the same space, it holds the same energy. Right? And when we see this queen of Pentacles surfacing, she is reminding us, you will have enough. You will be provided for. I'm going to say this again, y'all. You will have enough. You will be provided for. You will have more than enough. Right? After seeing this fear of the devil, this uncertainty, this unknown. Seeing right next to it. A deck of 78 cards, multiple times, shuffled them. They came back and said, universe came back, source, spirit, God came back and said, you will have enough. Right? Just to support that, we're seeing a beautiful six of rods. Y'all, this is all, that's one of my favorite cards. It's all about accomplishment. It's all about news, good news at that. Remember, I see the rods, also known as wands, aspire, passion, drive, energy, the marrow of life. Another throwback, right? Seeing this card followed by, or excuse me, previous to the Queen of Cups, followed by the Queen of Pentacles is telling us that good news is coming up. Good news. And when I say good news, y'all, I know it's easy to say, well, that's good news for you. It's not good news for me. No, no, no. This is where we get stuck. It is just good news. And if you want to be pessimistic about it, it's just news. It is just what is happening today, right? And in this life, (laughs) at the end of it, when we're warm food, when we're in our other life, right? I was talking to a friend of mine. She is, she owns, uh, she and her husband own and operate this awesome chiropractic, yoga, lifestyle, energy healing, life healing studio, right? And we we're talking and I go in because I'm tweaked. <laughs> My hip from is perpendicular. My clavicle is sticking out. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like the, the uh, potato man. What is it? Mr. Potato head. (laughs) It's like everything is not in the right place or slightly askew. Right. And I just feel all bunched up and, you know, it's, it's this physical life that tweaks us this way. Right. I mean, all good stuff, but still. And she says, you know, I don't even have past life. She's like, we always find each other. And at that moment, that is what I needed to hear. We always find each other because we do we always find our people. We always find the place we're supposed to be. Key word being find. We know this in life. It doesn't matter where you are. You could talk to anybody, anybody on the street, and they could tell you what has not gone right in their life. They can tell you what has changed their perspective in life. Because we got to find ourselves. And whether you believe you're worm food at the end of this day in life or whether you believe we are eternal lights and beings that are connected through this universe and we're all one, no matter what, it is still the experience of this life that is who and what we are today and what will be tomorrow. We always find our people. We always find ourselves So when we see something like the six of rods, y'all, this is about, I'm going to use the word good in front of the word news. Could be in the mail, could be through email, could be through text. You never know, right? This is good stuff. Following that, we see this beautiful queen of cups. This gal is telling us that our heart, what we feel, what we emote what we receive what we share also matters sometimes she can surface and she's reminding us of people in our lives that have this that hold this space for us sometimes she surfaces and reminds us that we are that person we are the giver of love and I say this to you especially if you're a gentleman and you're like well the queen of cups doesn't pertain to me it does Because there still is that aspect, just like on the flip side, you're feminine or identify with feminine and we're seeing masculine. It does because we are not just one or the other. We are a blend. We are a balance. And sometimes when we're out of it, this Queen of cups can surface and remind us, hey, babe, you got to take some time for yourself. Maybe that's you got to love yourself some more. Maybe that's you got to love someone else some more. Maybe that's just even being aware of love. And what that looks like. Right? And so we see this queen of cups. And then we see our queen of pentacles. And then there are pillars around this six of rods. Y'all, good stuff. Good news. Have faith. And even if the news you hear, because I know, <laughs> I know, I'm getting some shaking heads out there. I know that one person's good news, in quotes, is not necessarily the others, but it's just news. If you want to take everything out of it, it's just tomorrow, got news for you, is going to be the day after Wednesday. That's just the way tomorrow works. Maybe that's good news for someone. Maybe it's not. But at the end of the day, at the end of this week, at the end of this month, It will not have the same weight on you as it did before or even even as it does today. And then we see to complete, we looked at the devil, we looked at the queen of pentacles, we looked at the six of rods, the queen of cups. To be even more specific, y'all, we see this beautiful three of cups Y'all, this card is about celebration. And I love this, again, because there's 78 cards in the deck. We've had our show. We've gone through different elements, different aspects that have come up for us, right? We asked, what do the cards want us to know? And then we see this three of cups. We talked about the cups being matters of the heart, moments of the heart, You look at this, you know, and I always encourage you, and that's why I like sharing with you what I'm seeing, is you look at this card, and it's celebration. It's three gals, they're out, cups in the air, dancing, frolicking out in the blue, blue, green, green life that is nature. Not a cloud in the sky. We're seeing pumpkins abundance. We're seeing grapes harvest. Right? This card is about celebration. It's about happiness. It's about what we still have. It's about what we didn't know we were missing. It's about what we're not necessarily losing. And that's the thing, y'all. It's tough because when we think, okay, this is winning, this is gaining, that naturally means this is losing. This is lessening. That is not necessarily the case. That is what we love and how we love to look at things. But in your heart of hearts, is an opinion really worth losing a friendship, losing a relationship over? Is an opinion really losing sleep over? And I don't mean that in the way of you should or shouldn't do or be one way or the other. I mean that in the way of, is there another perspective, another vantage point that you could look at, that you could consider? Because at the end of the day, we are still here. At the end of the day, we are still living and breathing. Maybe we're waking up tomorrow to have a new direction, to have a new fight, to have a new fierce aspect on something. But we're still here. We can still make our calls. We can still talk to our people. Because, like I was saying earlier, you always find your people. You always find yourself. And maybe that's what this life is about. It's not getting wrapped up and tied up outside of ourselves. We're going to take that I, add the in, just a little one, just a teeny tiny in and see what's inside before we demand and declare what's on the outside and defend what's on the outside. You want to talk about a, <laughs> If you want to talk about an opinion, looking at what's on the inside and why, ooh, that's a little more difficult. It's easy for us to point outside easy for us to say, I'm doing this because of that. And they deserve this. And just, you know, the end justifies the means. Oh man, whatever you want to tell yourself, right? Whatever gets you to sleep at night, whatever keeps you up at night, there's always, almost always a way around it. I'm not going to say it's always pretty. I'm not going to say it's always easy. I'm not going to say it's sunshine and roses, but it's not forever. So at the end of the day, with everything that's shaken down outside, it's what's on the inside that really moves you. It's what's on the inside that you really value. And if news you hear on the radio, on the TV, shakes down your world, I just encourage you to think of one thing personally that would shake down your world a little bit more. And when you compare it, it is not even the same ball field. When you compare who and what is in your life to what is happening on the outside of the world, I'm not saying it's not important to know what's shaken down out there because it is. I'm not saying it's not important to have a voice because it is. I'm just asking you to consider what would be a little bit more, what would really tip those scales for you in your life and your heart of hearts on the inside. As far as what could be worse to hear. We're all blessed. And even if we don't see it straight away, it doesn't take us too long to figure it out. Y'all have been listening to Talking with Tina. Thank you so much for being a part of, for supporting, for holding the space, for holding the energy. Call the number 760-888-5700. You can find out more about me at IHeartarot.com. And we'll catch up with you next week. Stay in tune. Follow my page, follow New Age Guild so we can stay connected. Until we speak again, you guys take care. I love you and I'll talk to you soon.